Hi, this is Dr. Tom Rogers at Performance Medicine at Tuesday evening at 5 at 5 live. And I hope you're getting this. We had a previous one that we tried to record that didn't go too well. I think it cut out, so this is kind of a redo. Bear with me. The reason I'm so casual is because I'm on vacation this week, and I have a Navy hat on in honor of two people. One is Josie, uh, my niece, who's serving on a ship for our military overseas. The other is my dad, who was a Navy uh, veteran of the Korean War. So um, shout out to them. Um, today we're going to talk, we're going to take take five questions like we do every Tuesday night. So let's go with question number one. Can you tell us what all is in the Vitatrim injection and the benefits of it? Are there any undesirable ingredients in it? No, there's nothing undesirable in it. Um, what's in it is a string of amino acids called methionine, inositol, choline, and carnitine. There's also several B vitamins in it. B1, B2, 6, and 12, the essential B vitamins. We use it for energy and weight loss. If you ever go into my lobby, about half of the people in there are there for weight loss or energy through my Vitatrim injection. That We've kind of tweaked the formula over the years, but I certainly take one every week. I love it, and it works well, very safe, nothing unsafe about it. Um, Question two, can you overdose on vitamin D? It'd be very hard to overdose on vitamin D. I mean, you could be an endocrinologist and go your whole career and never see this. Um, you could possibly do it, though, especially if you had um, a problem with your parathyroid gland or uh, maybe even recurrent kidney stones and had really wacky calcium levels. But um, for, the, for most people, it would be very hard to overdose on vitamin D. I think you'd have to probably take 30,000 units for months and years to have a problem with that. And then you just start to feel really tired and yucky. And So the point is really um, the average person, in my opinion, should take about 5,000 units of this. Um, I, have, I take 10. And the only way to know is really to check your levels. So just check blood levels of vitamin D. I like to keep it about 60, 80, 90, 100 is okay. Um, you know, it'd be very hard to overdose on this. And right now with uh, COVID, you need vitamin D levels up there high. Remember, zinc, vitamin C, vitamin D are very protective against COVID. And very treat, they treat COVID, too. Um, if you saw President Trump's um, list of medications when he was in the hospital this week, um, you'd notice those were on there. I didn't see C on there, but hopefully he was getting C, too. Um, but, um, and we wish that he's doing fine on this. Uh, I think he's out of the hospital as of yesterday and doing pretty well. And they kind of hit him with a kitchen sink and a lot of things we use to treat COVID. Um, so good question. Very hard to overdose on vitamin D. Take your vitamin D and check your levels. Um, next question, lithium or lithium orotate? Do you think it's safe to take for anxiety, stress, or PMDD, uh, which is a mood disorder? Um, would you prescribe it over an SSRI like Prozac or Zoloft, Selexa, Lexapro, that group, uh, for someone who does not want to be on an SSRI? Yes, I would. Um, tell me your thoughts on lithium, please. 
Well, the lithium we used to think about back when I did my medical school and residency 35 to almost 40 years ago, I always thought of lithium as being a major uh, psychotropic drug that we use for um, manic depression. Um, and usually a psychiatrist would use this. Um, and so that's a heavy hitter. You really, uh, and that's lithium carbonate, not orotate. Lithium orotate is a nutraceutical. You can get it over the counter in a lot lower doses in a different form. Lithium is actually a kind of a trace metal. You can, you can find it in water. You can find it in grains that you eat. So it's a very safe thing in that low dose. I think with the lithium carbonate that's a prescription medicine, they use up to 1,800 milligrams of it. Lithium orotate, orotate's a more active bioavailable form. We use it in one milligram, five, maybe 10 milligram. It's very safe. When you use it in the prescription form in those high doses, you have to look out for your kidney function and also check blood levels of it. Um, so it's very tenuous when you do that. Um, should be managed by a psychiatrist, in my opinion. But lithium orotate, which has been called the 2020 nutraceutical of the year, um, developed by the same folks that developed melatonin, uh, is very safe, and I've found it to be very helpful um, for anxiety, mild bipolar illnesses where you feel great and low. I think all of us are a little bit bipolar. It's a kind of a new buzzword, I think, in psychiatric terms. Um, so there's a spectrum of being bipolar to kind of normal to being manic depressive. Um, so, you know, when you, when you think about manic depression, it's a lot different than just being maybe a mild case of bipolar illness. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's safe. Um, you know, it's over-the-counter. Um, it's also been shown to have great effects for your cognition. Um, it's been used for, in Alzheimer's disease to help improve brain function. Um, it's been used for uh, ADD. Um, it's been used for Parkinson's and anything that really you have malfunction of your brain, uh, it's been used for. And it's probably safe, real safe. I mean, if you had a little GI upset with it, uh, like diarrhea or something, I'd probably stop it. But um, I really haven't seen any of that. So lithium orotate, do your research. We certainly have it in our offices. And I think it's very helpful for people with mood disorders and for cognition. Um, so great question. Um, question four, do we still take elderberry if we're taking zinc? Yes, uh, those are both very COVID protective. Um, elderberry is just great antiviral. I don't know of any interactions with el elderberry, and it doesn't interact with zinc. And the only interactions I can think of that zinc would interact with, major interactions, would be some of the, the HIV drugs, which are rare. So and if you're on those, you need to check for interactions with any drug. So I think zinc's a very safe um, mineral. It's an essential mineral. Um, again, with COVID, zinc, 50 milligram with food is essential along with your D and C. So um, an elderberry, you, still, you don't need to stop taking if you're taking zinc for sure. Um, so great question. Um, elderberry is very antiviral. Last question. 
How do you know if your cortisol level is high? Uh, what are the symptoms of high cortisol and how would you treat it? That's another great question. Um, you know, I routinely check cortisol levels. Cortisol is a stress hormone. If it's high, you know, if it's very high, you, can, you think Cushing's disease. If it's very low, you think Addison's. But usually we're, we're talking about moderately high or low levels. You know, you don't want your cortisol is an essential stress hormone. It's almost like that fight or flight hormone that you need for times of extreme stress, but you don't want chronically elevated. Um, you also don't want it too low. That's called adrenal burnout. So if you go for a period of years with too high, it's going to eventually kind of tax or fatigue your adrenals and it'll get low and you'll feel really tired and slow. So there's a few patients I have that have extremely low cortisol levels, not Addison's levels, but low enough to be treated with Cortef or hydrocortisone, uh, PO. So, um, and the, you know, you can check a blood level. That's pretty good initial test of it. It's on our Cleveland and Boston panels. But really, if I suspect you may have an adrenal fatigue problem, um, you need to do a 24-hour a, a or four-point cortisol curve, which is a salivary test that you, you spit in this little tube at 8, 12, 5, and 10 four times to see what it does at different times because it should be higher in the morning, lower at night. So if that's somehow screwed up, if your sleep cycles are screwed up or you're a really stressed individual, have a lot of anxiety problems, or low energy, then you need to get the four-point cortisol curve. I'm all the time doing these on people. I have these kits in the office. It's not expensive, and it's good to see kind of where you're at. I've done mine, and um, it's interesting to look at your patterns with that. But and how do you treat it? Um, it depends on if it's too high or too low, and at what time it's high or low. Um, treating high cortisol, stressed-out people, I like to use the adrenal adaptogens is what we call them, like um, – the herbals like rhodiola, ashwagandha. Um, I like to use Rolora, which is a great little product that comes from magnolia bark. Um, I think I mentioned most of them. Uh, there's there's a couple others that you can use um, that are adaptogens that will give you a little bit of energy. But, yeah, come in and get a, a baseline blood test on cortisol if you hadn't done it. And if you're really having a problem with it, we'll check a 24-hour uh, salivary cortisol level on you because uh, cortisol is one of those you know levels most hormones go down as you age cortisol is the only one that really kind of can go up and you don't want a, a chronically elevated cortisol level um, that's bad for a lot of things because it interacts with your thyroid your insulin levels uh, which can, it controls your metabolism so think about cortisol that's the one nobody ever really thinks about and it's one that they should because it can take a while to kind of um, balance those cortisol levels out so everything else works well, you know, that symphony of hormones. So um, so I hope this helped. bunch of great questions. This may have been one of the best all-time ones we've had. I hope this came through and you can view it. Um, but anyway, this is Dr. Tom Rogers at 5 at 5 Performance Medicine. Mail in your questions or email them to, to us at performancemedicine.net. We'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you.
Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.